In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went into a synagogue, and there was a man there who had a withered hand, and they were watching him to see if he would cure him on the Sabbath day, hoping for something to use against him. He said to the man with the withered hand, Stand up out in the middle. Then he said to them, Is it against the law on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they said nothing. Then, grieved to find them so obstinate, he looked angrily around at them and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was better. The Pharisees went out and at once began to plot with the Herodians against him, discussing how to destroy him. The Gospel of the Law Watching the latest parliamentary session was truly comedic experience. It was ironic how former allies and friends were now seated on the opposite side of the political aisle, and how former enemies were now vehemently and enthusiastically defending those whom they had once shouted diatribes and exchanged insults. As one FB friend noted, it felt like the multiverse. At the end of today's passage, we hear how the Pharisees ganged up with their ideological enemies, the Herodians, as they plotted the destruction of Jesus and his movement. Our Lord, whose message united Jews and Gentiles, slaves and masters, also brought together these strange bedfellows. As the old adage claims, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. What our Lord accomplished is revolutionary. The Pharisees and the Herodians do not go together. The two parties are essentially different from each other, arch enemies even. The one party rivals the other, and normally they would not be on speaking terms, yet here they are holding counsel together. The Pharisees formed a very strict party of the law in Judea. They rejected and despised all Roman rule and authority, and yet they cooperated with the Romans in order to preserve their own position among Israel. The politics of the powerless. Still, the Pharisees saw the cooperation with the Romans as being only a temporary thing, for the Pharisees had a very strong expectation concerning the Messiah King who would save Israel from all its enemies and restore the kingdom of David. The Herodians also sought the good of Israel, but their hope is based completely on the house of Herod, the Edomite. After all, the house of Herod had converted to the Jewish faith and was related to Israel and was to be preferred above the hated Romans. So the Herodians were dedicated to keeping Herod and sons on the throne. The Herodian party was an influential one in containing many Sadducees and scribes. The Pharisees formed a fanatical anti-Roman, anti-Herodian party and would not accept any compromise they preached the coming of the king and were interested in signs pointing to this coming. That is why many Pharisees went to see John the Baptist. But the Herodians do not believe such things. They have their king already. They are satisfied with the status quo and would like to see it maintained. 
totally different parties. Therefore, it is at first a bit strange to read. The Pharisees went out and at once began to plot with the Herodians against Jesus. Generally, they do not give each other the time of day, but now they must meet together and discuss matters of mutual importance. The question is, why? These two parties have suddenly found some unity in order to bury the hatchet because they have discovered a common enemy, Jesus Christ. It is still unclear about their actual motive in wanting to destroy our Lord. To a modern reader, it may seem petty and even an overreaction for them to want him dead just because he performed miracles on the Sabbath day. But we can already deduce from the preceding chapters that our Lord's authority is a threat and challenge to the moral authority of the Pharisees. And we can further deduce that he was similarly perceived as a threat to the political authority of the Herodians. Whereas both parties should be more threatened by the legitimate and oppressive rule of the colonizing Romans, they were in fact more threatened by a seemingly powerless but highly influential Jewish preacher. In their minds, Jesus may incite the multitudes to riot and force the Romans to send in more troops. They would have thought that Caiaphas openly declared to the Sanhedrin, You do not realize that it is better for you that one man die for the people than that the whole nation perish. So they conspire together against the Lord. As we Malaysians continue to speculate on what is to become of the tenuous alliance of parties in our unity government, we can only hope and pray that this is more than a marriage of convenience, where the parties have agreed to partner a lesser evil to stave off a greater one. It is incumbent on us Christians to not sacrifice our deepest values at the altar of expediency. We do not gather because of a mutual enemy, but we gather under one Lord and Saviour. In that communion, we do not use one another for our own purposes, but we strive to seek the glory of God and the upbuilding of our neighbour. This communion is not for one moment or for one single project. This communion is a matter of our whole life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.